0: So I actually formulated my own product and I just use them on myself. I had no intention of starting a business, but people on my YouTube channel noticed the drastic change on my skin and they were like, Daisy, I want to buy whatever it is you're using. And that is how Banish was born.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Daisy Jing of Banish. Daisy, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Thank you, Gresh. I'm glad to be here.
2: Yes, yeah, super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Daisy so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Daisy is a YouTube vlogger and a mompreneur who founded and bootstrapped a now multi-million dollar beauty brand beauty product line named Banished. She has knowledge and experience in business and marketing and her business is ranked 152nd fastest growing company in the Inc. 500. She was also included in Forbes 30 under 30 in manufacturing. And just recently, she had an opportunity to share her passion for authenticity at a TEDx talk. Daisy, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community?
0: Yes, I am. Thank you for that great introduction.
2: Yes. Thank you for doing all the awesome things that you're doing. And what I wanted to do to kick us off was rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Yeah. So I had acne my entire life, starting when I was nine years old. And, you know, I tried to use Every single product to get rid of my acne, I went to dermatologists, uh, natural pathic healers, tried drugstore products, everything, and nothing seemed to work for my skin. And when you have a skin condition like acne in your teenage years, um, you you have mental health side effects from it. So I was very depressed, and I decided to document my journey on treating my acne on my YouTube channel. So during this time, I was studying um, pre med, and I was reading the ingredients in the labels of the skincare I was using. And I was asking myself, why are there so many ingredients in skincare? You know, why are there so many ingredients I can't pronounce? What's the purpose of all these? And I realized that a lot of ingredients in skincare are there to make the products look good, smell good, feel good, but it doesn't actually provide any benefit for your skin. And my skin being very, very sensitive, actually developed a lot of acne because it was sensitive to all those ingredients I was putting on. So I actually formulated my own product and I just use them on myself. I had no intention of starting a business, but people on my YouTube channel noticed the drastic change on my skin and they were like, Daisy, I want to buy whatever it is you're using. And that is how Banish was born. So it was truly organic. It started by accident and I wanted to solve a problem that I had personally. And then I realized, Hey, it helps other people too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. As one of those people that, uh, in his teenage years struggled a lot with acne, I personally, unfortunately, uh, you know, the, know that pain, but I love how you took that true entrepreneurial form and you decided to create something. Cause I think so many times we forget that as we solve our own personal problems, we also are a lot of times solving other problems. And a lot of times that's, you know, what entrepreneurs do and are able to kind of create some really phenomenal products and services.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think, uh, the biggest thing for entrepreneurs is being able to solve a pain point, right? And if you have a pain mm-hmm. point, most likely other people do too.
2: Yes, absolutely. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more. Could you tell us a little bit more on you know, what we can find through Banish Banish, and what you do and how you serve the clients you work with?
0: Yeah. So our products are all made fresh to order. So we don't actually sell on Amazon or in a Sephora or whatnot because our products have as few ingredients and little uh preservatives as possible. So if you think of it almost like ordering fresh food versus packaged or canned food, it's much easier, and more gentle on the skin and the active ingredients have a better time of working because they're not, you know, processed or, you know, have gone through the preservation process. Our products do not contain, you know, any fragrance or added colors or mineral oil or silicones or, I mean, every single ingredient in the product um, is there for a reason and it has a beneficial property to the skin. And if you order a product, for example, if you order them uh, today, our team will go in either today or tomorrow and whip up the batch of products and send it to you right then and there. So you're really getting fresh products. You're getting the most active ingredients. And that is why our skincare is <laughs> the best that it's been around for over eight years.
2: Nice. Well, I appreciate you so much in sharing, you know, about that process. And I almost think that, uh, you know, I, I always heard and, and granted, I, you know, I don't know a lot about skincare, but I've always heard that, you know, the skin is like your your biggest cell. So to, to put those natural, you know, products and, you know, the, the care, it sounds like from the process you and your team work on, is something that's big and it's something we should definitely, you know, appreciate that and, and use that as much as possible because it is our largest organ.
0: Yeah, it definitely is our largest organ. And, you know, when you're breaking out, when your skin doesn't look great, it's because it's signaling to you that there's something that it doesn't like. And so instead of trying to put more and more products on, which I think is what um, the skincare industry is selling us, it's really less is more. Right. Uh, So eliminating a lot of stuff that's going to irritate our skin will help us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you start to hear that a lot more in all aspects of health, where a lot of times, like you said, less is more. And sometimes the things that are added in and all of the the preservatives and all those things that I, I don't really know much about end up doing more harm than they do good. So I, I love that you've been able to kind of create that, that product that, that helps people at the end of the day. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself individually or the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: You terms in the products or the business, or you said any?
2: Oh, uh, anything like you from the business or yourself personally?
0: I think one thing is I'm very curious. I'm a very curious person, and I love learning for the sake of learning. And so, because of that, I'm able to, to adapt and be flexible with change and things that are coming out. I think that's really important when you have a business is the ability to change, and also knowing when to adapt and be flexible. Right. Because if you're always adapting, you're kind of all over the place. But you also can't be too stubborn. Right. Because the environment changes. And I really think being an entrepreneur is all about adaptation. So, yeah, I would say that's probably my secret (laughs) weapon is, you know, being able to change with the times.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you, you mentioned that curiosity plays a big part of that. And I think as you mentioned, you know, and said so well, that um, you know, the the added, ad, adapt adaptability, I can't even say that word, um, that you have to have. And of course, being able to kind of pivot and change like during times of change during times that are, you know, sometimes less than ideal is so important to be able to not just build a company for today, but build a company that continues to have, you know, legs in the in the future continues to grow.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And I I think it's important for entrepreneurs to realize like just because you have an amazing year one year doesn't mean it's going to happen the next year and vice versa. Right. So it's constantly Mm -hmm. an evolution.
2: Yes, absolutely. It is a journey. That's for sure. So absolutely. appreciate that. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app. It could be a book or it could be a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Ooh, I love that. I think um, when I ask people to present information to me, I have a hard time following along when there's too much information. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are a little bit, you know, um, short attention span. So I ask people to tell me the conclusion first, always, like, give me the one, the headline, right? The TLDR of what you're saying, and then break it down to pros and cons. So I've devised that for meeting structure so that we can get through meetings quickly. Because otherwise, you know, someone will talk for like 15 minutes, and I'll be like, okay, what was like like I got (laughs) lost, right? What you're saying. So I think just having very precise communications and meetings have have really helped me.
2: Yeah, I, I love that. And I love, you know, the the TLDR, of course, and then, you know, to break that down with the pros and cons as well, too, because I think that's something obviously, like you said, you know, you can use in meetings, but I feel like that's a good kind of exercise to go through internally to make sure that you are actually being as simplistic and being as effective as possible, whether we're talking about building a product, or we're having a conversation, or even sometimes pitching what we're doing. It's so important to be succinct and, and to the point about how we're making that impact happen.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, um, Yeah, I I definitely think having using fewer words is (laughs) always better. Um, Also in the age of like, you know, social media and stuff, just people get bombarded, right, with messages and captions and all that. So you just want to be as succinct and concise as possible.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think Steve Jobs has a quote where he talks about like to get to simplicity, actually, you, you have to work to get to simplicity. So it also shows that you really know what it is that you're doing if you're able to kind of break it down as simple as possible, which is kind of you know counterintuitive. So absolutely appreciate that hack. And I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It's something you might tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: Yeah. So this is something I've actually realized now. I used to be very indecisive and I think uh, indecisive leaders are not the best leaders, right? You don't want to be following somebody who's like not making a decision, blah, blah, blah. And for me, it was because I didn't want to make the wrong, wrong decision, but in reality, you're going to make the wrong decisions. But the thing is, is you just have to make that decision with the information you have at that time, And just move forward and not beat yourself up and understand that like a lot of decisions are not going to be the right decision, but you don't have the foresight right to know what's going to happen. So um, basically making a decision is better than not making a decision because you really have to move the team and company forward. And that's part of the risk right of being an entrepreneur.
2: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, definitely of leadership as well, too. And I think when you start to understand that, and and I think one of the things I love, I love and I realize, you know, uh, as I told my younger business self is that a lot of the most successful people are those that did not not make mistakes. They actually made mistakes, but they moved sometimes quickly. They were able to pivot and be like water, as we kind of talked about before. Right. Yep. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question. And we kind of touched on this maybe a little bit, but it's the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So, Daisy, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Being a CEO means being able to create your own universe in a way that's most authentic to you um, and have a vision behind something and be. Being able to lead a team behind that in the most authentic version of yourself.
2: Nice. I, I love that definition and perspective. I often say, if you run your own race, you can't lose. But I feel like I should say, if you could run your own universe, you can't lose. Because I think so many times we're looking at what other people say or what other people are doing, and we forget about the uniqueness and the authenticity, as you said, that's within us and the gifts that we have. So to be able to kind of lean into that and, and kind of create you know, the world that we see and create products and services that help to serve, I think it's one of the most powerful things. So I love that that definition.
0: Yeah, and for sure. And like, you know, never compare yourself or, you know, think that, oh, I have to do this because this company did this or this competitor did this, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, you can write your own narrative. You can write your own story. You can run your own business. Right. That's what being a CEO is. So it's really stemming from what is the most authentic version of yourself and having the leadership to be able to uh, communicate that.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I love how that kind of, you know, permeates through everything that you're doing, everything that you've been able to build and, and create that we often forget that we can create something new. If something, you know, all the ways that exist, all the things that are out there aren't serving us how we need them to be served. That's our opportunity to run that race, to create our own universe and, and, and really uh, create and be the narrative that so many others are trying to be. So the best way we could do that is lean into who we are and a lot of times our story and sometimes our pain points, as you said, so well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Daisy, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time as well. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on.
0: Ooh, anything else that I would tell? I would also say that, you know, advice is out there, but be careful of whose advice you take. And, um, you know, just because somebody has a more successful business than you, or is like CEO of a fortune 500 company, they don't necessarily know what is best for you. Right. And I used to think that, Oh, because you know, they're a coach or a mentor or somebody more successful, they know what's best for me. And that's not (laughs) always the case. So, uh just understand that not everyone is on your journey, right? And not everyone has had the same experiences and not everyone is looking out into the future the same way you are. So you really have to look deep within yourself and kind of figure, figure it out. And there's no, there's no blanket one right answer, right. To being a CEO. I think that's probably the biggest challenge of being a CEO is yeah. Making decisions and trying to figure out like, what is the right thing for me for my company to do. So let's, Listen to yourself, listen to your gut and move forward.
2: Yeah, I absolutely love that. It's just so powerful because I think so many times, like you said, there's so much advice and information on what to do, and what not to do that we can kind of lose sight of our mission and lose sight of our goal and what we're trying to do.
0: Mm -hmm, For sure. And the second part of your question was, where can I, where can they find me?
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. So my uh, product line is Banish, Banish Banish.com and our Instagram handles are at Banish Acne Scars. And we have a secondary account at Vanish and my personal Instagram is DaZers89 and um that's my YouTube channel as well.
2: Awesome! 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 And to make it even easier, we will have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can get a hold of you, uh, find out about all the awesome things that you're doing. But I appreciate you so much and, and running your own race, reminding us of how important that is. Because I think so many times there's so much noise telling us to do A, B, and C or X, Y, and Z that we sometimes lose sight of our race and our voice and what we're ultimately trying to do. So thank you for staying true to that and remind us of how important that is. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest. Of the day.
0: Great! Thank you so much, Grush. Awesome.